Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to the Blue Room EWFC podcast with me, Peter McFarlane. And I am delighted to be joined once again by my illustrious co-host, who needs no introduction, but as always, I'm going to anyway. A lifelong blue and unrivaled toffee with more energy than a triple shot coffee. She keeps on working. She always keeps busy. She runs around Walton Hall Park like Jess Park and Izzy. She brings us the content, which is always fire. She's as tough and as loved as Katrine Vire. The goal recorder, never boring, a blue through and through in the nighttime or morning. Our goal video getter. There really is nobody better. The one, the only Miss Sarah Halpin. Sarah, how are we? Wow. That's I think that's the best one yet. It's... I think that is the best introduction I've ever had in my life. I, I mean, really enjoy it. That I was really freestyle. That what? was freestyle, Sarah. Didn't even didn't even write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a bit of a crescendo building with these now. We've had a couple of weeks off with it, but you know, I had to I had to come back with a bit of a bang. And um I'm sure at the end of the season we'll have to do some kind of like little compilation of all of your oh. epic intros. I'm not worthy, mate. I'm I'm very flattered yeah. that uh, it's the only reason that I come on this podcast. To be honest, it just I, makes yeah, me feel, makes I'm, me feel good about myself. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the the weird thing is that every time we speak on the phone, um, you always insist that I do one of those introductions. Just like <laughs> Sarah, just ring me at like one o'clock in the afternoon and be like, "Pete, give me an intro." Intro, and be like, "All right then." <laughs> Before every show, yeah. just give me a minute. Just got to yeah. make a quick call. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you see if, if Sarah's doing a job at Goodison Park, and just before she goes live on Everton Live, um, if you see her on the phone very quickly with a, with a smile on the face, that's what's happening. But anyway, you we move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sarah, it's been it's been a few weeks since we've done one of these. Obviously, um, because of just how busy I think I think we've all been, especially you. You've been all over the place you've been you've been obviously covering the men's team the women's team um you know doing such fantastic work that we always do appreciate make sure you check out Sarah's amazing work on the Everton Everton pages Everton website always have to get the plug in um but yeah it's 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 been it's been quite a quite a again a bit of a stop start sort of few weeks as well hasn't it um we don't seem to be able to get a run of games together yeah absolutely I mean we're thinking about the last few games we've played, um, and I think the last three was Spurs, uh, Brighton and Reading. And that Spurs game feels so long ago now. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, we've had international breaks in between and and things. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's that's one of the things I think with the WSL, like because there aren't too many teams in the league. It can get a little bit disjointed. And obviously, you know, we couldn't play the Arsenal game that was rescheduled because of them being in the uh, in the Champions League semi-final. So yeah, it'll be it'll be really nice to um to get back to it this weekend. Absolutely. And and talking about those, you know, the Spurs game, it's a nice way to start actually talking about that fantastic win against Spurs um with you know Nico Sorensen getting an early goal for us and we and we we look like we were we were going to go on and and really dominate the game. Um, I thought we did in terms of the, how we played. Uh, Spurs got an equaliser on, on 22 minutes. And then 
it, it just looked like the game was going to, we were going to run out of time, didn't it? But then Aggie Beaver Jones scored an mm. absolute peach of a winner. And I saw that you got some uh, some great footage of that winner. I was right behind it, right behind the goal where you'll usually find me uh, <laughs> roaring our girls on and getting on the last nerve of, of the opposition goalkeeper, as I say, uh, which is all in good fun, obviously. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was right behind it and, you know, uh, the version I've got, all you can hear is, yes, Aggie, go on! Ah! <laughs> you know, the usual stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. It was obviously uh, Elisa Stenovic as well with a beautiful ball through to her and Aggie with the touch and uh, a beautiful finish past the goalkeeper and into the far po- court, far post corner. So, yeah, I was delighted for her. And I think that really gave us a, a boost and, you know, to win to think you're going to have one point and then leave with the three of them extra two points in the in the last moments of the game is is no doubt a really great feeling and and brilliant to do it in front of the home crowd as well. So yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that one. Absolutely, and I think as well as you, Christensen said to you after the game um, about about how important the home fans were in that game as well, and she said it was the best atmosphere she'd actually experienced at Walton Hall Park, and and I think that kind of shows that that result for me and that performance for me was was like it was such a thank you to the fans in a way. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it kind of, it, you know, we've had a couple of draws recently, obviously the, the, the derby at Goodison Park before that, I think we'd all, we all wanted to win that game, but it was still a great performance. But I think that win, to get a win in the last, almost the last kick of the game, it's just the best way to win as a home fan, isn't it? And and I feel like, you know, that that for us, that gave us a boost of support as well. Um, because, you know, we, we do try and, and back the team right till the end. And it was just great to see the team just, just respond to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, moving on, we we uh, we then went away to Brighton. Um, Brighton were a team fighting for the lives. Uh, it was unfortunate. We we lost 3-2, but uh, still I thought it was a good battle and performance. Um, as I say, against a very spirited Brighton side, they've got quality throughout the side. Poppy Pattinson in particular, who's a player who, you know, we rate so highly. She's, she's a fantastic player um, for Brighton. Um, so... But then we went away to Reading, and I mean, I, I, I unfortunately could make it to Reading, but obviously you were there. What was that like? We were two 0 down inside about twenty minutes, weren't we, uh, to come back and win the way we did? It was just incredible, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely, Pete. Like you just mentioned there, you know, Brighton absolutely fighting for their lives, and and when we went away that game, it's, it's always going to be tough. It was rescheduled, um, of course, earlier in the in the season. We had the bad weather, uh, we couldn't play the game. They're they're fighting for everything. They just were on the back of pushing Manchester United right to the very end um, in an FA Cup semi final, and they went into that one fired up. And you know, we we almost got ourselves something from that game as well, uh, from finding ourselves two nil down. So then to follow that up with Reading, and to be two nil down in the early stages of the game, um, Lucy Hope as well gave away a penalty. Uh, I say gave away a penalty. <laughs> I don't think there's any way it was a penalty. Farcical um, is the only word. Farcical. Yeah, absolutely. The, the the girl fell over, but, you know, nevertheless, it was given. We found ourselves two goals down and, um, you know, it could have been one of those games where heads drop and you give up, but it never felt like that was going to be the case. And, uh, you know, we were rewarded just before the break. Lucy Hope uh, making a bit of an amends. For, well, I say <laughs> making an amends. She didn't do anything wrong, but uh, it was a beautiful worked team goal. Um, and the, the final crossing from the left-hand side this time from Lucy Hope and finished by Hannah Benison. 
got us right back in just before the break and, you know, came out second half and it did feel like it was going to go that way. Jess Park winning us a penalty <laughs> as well. <laughs> that was um, a penalty, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, well yeah. <laughs> and Katia uh, Snoyce, obviously delighted for her to, to put that one away as well and get us level and, then you know it was only it was only going to go one way. I felt and Nico Sorensen with quite an exquisite goal, uh, which again I'll have to play you my commentary of that one from behind the goal. You enjoy <laughs> that, uh, but no, it's brilliant win. And I just think you know to there's that bad result sandwiched in between the two wins, but I think those two wins are so important and the character that we showed in, in the Reading game it, it is just absolutely massive. And you know we'd love to try and finish above Aston Villa, whether or not that's going to be possible. We've still got some very, very tricky games left to play and Villa are a good side, but we want to finish the season as strong as we can. So, you know, to, to get back to winning ways after the disappointment of, Bright, uh, disappointment of Brighton, I should say, was was massive and, um, you know, great. Again, the away fans, superb. You could hear them out singing, uh, the Brighton fans throughout the whole game. And like you said before, uh, Pete about Izzy Christensen, you know that I felt that was a reward to the fans. The late equaliser against Spurs, uh, sorry, the late winner against Spurs, I should say, and the fact that the fans were roaring them on through the game, it it makes a difference. We hear I talk to the players about it all the time, and and the management and staff, and everybody loves the support, and it's it's just incredible. And hopefully, we'll have uh, a few a few there on Sunday as well, back in the back in the toffees. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I know. Certainly, Tina, Scott, and Ellie um, will be listening to this on the way down. So, shout out to them. Um, they're they're going, get, uh, making the journey yes. down down tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure. A few, I'm sure there'll be plenty of others there as well. Um, and as as you said, I mean, the away following this season has been incredible as well as the home support. Um, obviously, we try and I try and get to as many as I can myself. It's not always possible, but you know, we certainly try our best. And 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 Julie and uh, Julie Making and the rest of the official supporters club have have been incredible um, with organising all of these trips on Tina's tours. Your your sister Amy as well, <laughs> another another um, another diehard regular to the aways. Oh, and, she was loving it. And, and your mum, your mum as well, yeah. yeah and my mum, my mum and Amy, and it was brilliant. I've just got to say at the point of recording this, sorry, I've got Sky Sports on in the background. Yeah. And Mika Richards is wearing, <laughs> I, I don't even know, if anyone's listening to this that has watched and seen what he's wearing today, my goodness gracious me, that is <laughs> loud. Loud. Is it as loud as the, the coronation gown made out of like solid gold that we saw today? I'll or be is... honest, I didn't I, I, I didn't see it, but I think this might be louder. Right. And it's okay. really I apologize, but it's really it really caught me off guard there. So um, you've got you've got to step up for tomorrow then, haven't you? So if you see Sarah not. wearing wearing something real, like she's she's got drip on tomorrow, she's looking sharp, then you know what it is. She's in competition with Mika Richards. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, I, don't, I don't know if anyone can, can compete with this. I uh, I'd urge you to check it out. I mean, I I take my hat off to the man. I think that's bold. That is yeah. bold. Um, you've got to you've got to, you've I, got to admire that. The one when you make Richards, I, I you know that guy that guy's got style. He's also got very very nice hair, which annoys me because I haven't got any left. So he's, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing that he was saying about how he gets his hair cut like twice a week, and I was like. Twice a week, I'd be. I don't need to get my hair cut like twice a year now because there's just nothing to cut, and he's he's getting his done twice a week. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I, I do, I do apologise. I think they're actually talking about it now because they've zoomed in on him and he's he's uh, looking sharp. Yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know if I would say Sharp. And I like Mika Richards a lot. I think, uh, oh, has he lost a bet or something? I don't know. Someone <laughs> know what's going on here. But anyway, we were talking about the away support. And uh, yeah, my sister and my mum were there. And, you know, Julie, Tina, Scott, Ellie, so many of the others. Chow, who is an incredible fan who I've had on Everton Live before. And it was yeah. his first game of watching Everton women in person. And he absolutely loved it. And yeah, yeah. I, I just... It just gives me such a, a boost as well. Like behind the goals, you know, when we're away from home, we've done a lot of traveling. We've had two long, long journeys in the space of of the of a few days down south. And, you know, when you're two nil down and whatever. And just even for me, just hearing the fans, like it gives you a massive, massive boost. So yeah, the I think this last season, just the the fact we have, you know, we know at every game that we play away, there's gonna be support there um i think it sort of started last year and this season now we we know we're always going to have a good core a good crowd of the official supporters club uh at, at as many games as possible and we always have representation at every game which i just absolutely love and i just our our fans are the best yeah simple as absolutely and if anyone else wants to get involved as well we, we always sort of try and reiterate this that if anyone wants to get involved with the supporters club, it's obviously free to join. Um, just contact uh, at ELFC fans on Twitter or just the Everton Women Official Supporters Club on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we, we, that's where we, we organise our little trip from. Hopefully, you know, if we can if we can really start getting the numbers together and people who want to travel together, we, we'd be looking at potentially getting a minibus or a coach sort of for, for games next season. But at the moment, we're travelling uh, trains, planes, not planes, uh, <laughs> trains and cars <laughs> at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. So again, if anyone wants to get involved, and also at Walton Hall Park as well, I think everyone knows by now where our little singing section is uh, in the stand at the back of the stand. <laughs> so if anyone wants to come in and join, and that's another thing as well. It's been great, for, great for you know for us for for me on a personal note this season as well is that we've started to get like a little group of we've got our like sort of group with like the drums and all that trying to build up the atmosphere but there's like regulars now there's like there's a lad who brings his little girl who who comes to every game she's always always wants to sing about gabby george and we obviously join in with her you know when she when she starts oh, singing it and it. she and she's great and it's like but but she never stops singing she's singing along with our songs and she's starting to pick them all up now um, and it's great, and it's a lovely little. It's just a great, great atmosphere. And you, you've we started to see like the you the same faces coming to sit by us now, and and and, and sort of get involved, and and it's fantastic. Um, obviously, we <laughs> we still see the same people walking away from us, but it's um, it is funny. <laughs> it is funny. But, but we've also said we've also said, and um, we've got a few a few friends in the supporters club as well who who actually stand behind the goal where we put our flags up. So we're, we're putting out a challenge to them. So uh, at the Arsenal game, which is sold out, by the way, we want to hear some some chance started from the park end, as we call it. So the park end, <laughs> yeah. the park end behind yeah. the goal, you're going to be getting called out by us in the singing section to uh, to give us a song. So keep an ear out for that. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely love that. And and like you said, Pete, I think it's obviously we're clearly everyone knows that we're diehard Evertonians, and yeah. every Evertonian that's listening to this knows it's it's been a tough season it's it still is for many reasons so I think just the community and the social side and and support and feel good factor um of of the supporters has, has been has brought so much to this season and certainly something that you know I'll always remember from this season is is that incredible support and that's what makes this this club so so incredible is the fans and 
you know, th- th- that's just shown again. And like you said, seeing the same faces, seeing the, the young kids that are coming week in, week out with the parents, you know, getting involved, learning the chants. Um, and again, you know, for Chelsea, if anyone's listening that's an Evertonian that's down south, you know, want to turn up tomorrow, there'll be there'll be no doubt a core of our Everton official women's supporters club there singing. So get involved. And I've noticed that more and more as well. So, yeah, just to reiterate that, it's it's been so such a wonderful thing in this season. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing as well is that it's been great to have the support of of the of the the, the wider Everton community in terms of our our fundraising for the supporters club we've we've uh, we've sold you know Fiona and, and Meg um have done a brilliant job with the with the beer mats the coasters which are still available for every player in the squad and uh, we've got some books again which uh, Megan feet um uh, you know great thank, thankful to them for putting those together and getting them printed um I think I think me and you've got some some uh, credit for the writing on a lot of the songs to be fair Sarah you know McCartney, <laughs> McCartney and Lennon over here but yeah there's, yeah everyone everyone contributed to a lot of the songs um and then obviously the the calendars which which sold out uh, pretty much straight away um and then also there was a, there was a GoFundMe that we that we put out to get a um a stone outside Bramley Moor which has now been confirmed and we actually said if there's any money left over we'll we'll put it towards like flags and banners and other things to help try and help with the atmosphere so thanks so much to everyone who's contributed to that as well just from from me and everyone else at the supporters club uh keep an eye out for two new flags at the arsenal game um i'll Ooh. say i'll say say no more but there's two new extra special flags coming up um so oh, yeah, keep, exciting. keep an eye out for those so yeah um moving on to tomorrow chelsea obviously fantastic side chelsea um i have seen brian Sorensen, right uh, you know the way brian Sorensen's spoken about about this upcoming game and the upcoming fixtures that we've got like you've said we're playing a lot of quality and um in our little run uh, towards the end of the season but one thing that brian did say is that he believes fully in 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 the way we play football um he believes in this group of players i think that was really apparent as well against against reading that even at 2-0 down when you see the way the first goal came it didn't come from desperation we it was a really really well worked team goal the second goal when we won the penalty again the build up play was fantastic and then the third goal was just unbelievable from nico sorensen showing her individual quality as well but i think that just shows that when when you're when you've got the confidence in yourselves and the way you play to carry on playing your style when you're 2-0 down and not just like, you know, lose your heads and start going long or start, you know, like losing your own identity, which can fall into the hands of the opposition sometimes. I think that that showed great character to stick to our, um, you know, to our principles and to carry on playing. And and, and again, I think I think Brian Sorensen sounds like he's relishing the, um, you know, the challenge and the opportunity to, to, to match up against these top sides. Absolutely. And what you've said there is absolutely spot on. And I think, you know, when I spoke to Nico after the game and with Katia as well and, and various players, it's the message is clear that it's a process and, you know, it's going to take some time and there's going to be a few results and maybe a few performances. Of course, not intentionally, but there's going to be little bumps in the road when you're trying to build a certain style, a certain identity, a certain way of playing. Um, and that is something that Brian Sorensen and, and his staff are adamant on and something that we want to do. And as you, you rightly said, then the, the first goal against Reading, I think just absolutely um, encaptures what 
what football under Brian Sorensen will hopefully look like more and more. And of course, a lot of the players that have come in, um, it'll be their first season in in this side, and you know, for a lot of them, even in the WSL. And there's there's various times where there's been results, as we know that didn't go the way we wanted but you can see what's building and I think it's just going to take a bit of time to to see that happen more and more and more effortlessly everyone will start to gel um, and that's difficult as well as we spoke about earlier in the pod when there's peer, like long periods without games and things yeah. are a bit disjointed but you can certainly see uh, what what is building and, and what Brian's trying to build and I think the players are sort of getting caught up and on board with with what's happening um so yeah that that's great to see and like you said I think Brian certainly relishes playing against the the top sides we were unfortunate I think Kelsey earlier in the season at Walton Hall Park we lost 3-1 but it wasn't a 3-1 game it was a game that we were unfortunate not to draw they got a, a very questionable penalty that's it, being it that's should, being very nice about that yeah, penalty. sorry it should to never have been a penalty <laughs> should it it should never have been a penalty i think they were absolutely surprised as us to see it's good right wasn't it was a good yeah. right who went down and it was just like what are you like what's going on <laughs> exactly and we we know we know the standards of officiating have got a long way to come in in the women's game as well uh, not just the women's game i think it, it is fair to say uh, but, you know, we give away a penalty, <clears throat> shouldn't have been. They score that and then a very late goal in the game as well when we were chasing it. And, you know, I think we were unfortunate there. City at home, again, quite unfortunate not to get anything from it. We went, got the draw at Manchester United away, which isn't an easy place to go to get anything. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I think, uh, and Arsenal as well, uh, away earlier in the season, it was just a narrow 1-0 loss and we were, again, quite unfortunate. So, we, whereas last season we were getting turned over by sides, you know, we were losing 4-0, uh, 3-0, 4-0 uh, when we were playing the, the top three, four sides, if you like. So, yeah, I think it's another opportunity, another challenge, another chance to to see how we can fare against them. Uh, obviously, Chelsea are going to be favourites for the game. They're going for the title. If they win their games in hand, then they would win the title. It's in their hands, basically. They yeah. did have a challenging game against Liverpool, earlier this week so it might be a little bit leggy from that um they had to fight hard in that game to to go on to get the win they found themselves behind early in the game so it, it is an opportunity and I'm, I'm certain that that Brian and the team will be going there and uh you know trying to trying to get a result it won't be easy but um that is certainly the mentality that that they will have Absolutely. And like you say, you know, you touched on in particular that the Manchester United game, that the the, uh, the hard fought nil nil away at Manchester United. And when you see just how well they're playing, you know, they're absolutely flying. There's not many teams who've actually taken points. I think they've off them. I think they've only drawn two and lost two all season. So they, they haven't dropped many points at all, Manchester United. So to go there and get that nil nil draw, um, I, I thought we were outstanding that day, you know, certainly defensively. Um, and again, Chelsea. It's these types of games that the players, I'm sure, they they look forward to as well as as professionals, as players. They want to put you know pit themselves up against against the best of the best, and Chelsea certainly fall into that bracket. Um, you know that they'll that, that like you've said that they're going for the league, that they're going to want to put put on a performance for their home fans. But I just feel that this squad that we've got at Everton, we've we've got nothing to lose, have we? We can go out there, we can enjoy our football, and hopefully get get that get that uh, get a result. Um, 
I don't. We don't ever do predictions on here, but I certainly the only thing I will predict is that this team of, uh, you know, that we have is full of quality, full of fight, and and full of that Everton spirit that we always talk about. And and you know, I, I couldn't be prouder of this team to be honest with you. Um, it's a team that makes me proud to be an Evertonian. Uh, so so yeah, keep fighting, keep fighting till the last game of the season. Um, and hopefully we, you know, we're not too far off Villa. We've we're three points behind with a game in hand, but um, you know, it's yeah, we've there's still a bit of a fight on for. For that for that fifth spot, I think, um, and certainly with Arsenal um, at home as well. You know, Arsenal have been very unlucky with injuries uh, this season. Uh, oh, that, God, yeah, yeah, it's it's been awful to see that as well, hasn't it? And I think that's sort of, you know, we, we've seen we've seen those injuries ourselves um, at Everton over the years. Uh, you know, those those serious ACL injuries, and and we've seen it from other other players who we were very fond of, Hannah Kane, Chloe Kelly, to name two, who who who, who suffered that horrendous, horrific ACL injury. Simone McGill as well. Oh, Simone as well, who, who is back in the squad now for Aston Villa, which is great to see. Um, you know, hoping hopefully we'll we'll see her on the pitch before before the end of the season, uh, which would be incredible. Um, but again, you know, sort of talking about that and I'm talking about recovery and talking about character just before we finish. Nico Sorensen, we sort of touched on it before in terms of, you know, the goal impact that she's had, she's had since she's come back in terms of scoring against Spurs, scoring the, the fantastic winner against Redden. But I mean, for Nico, I, I I just find there's such a such an inspirational uh, person and someone who who I really think kind of epitomizes everything that it is to be to be an Everton player in terms of her fight and the fact the way that she's come back the fact that she's always kept a smile on her face she's always spoken to the supporters throughout her injury even she'd always come over and speak to us and and really sort of communicate with us and and let us know what was going on and 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 just. I'm just delighted for her to see her back on the pitch, certainly in time for, for you know for the World Cup coming up in the summer. Oh, definitely. I think you know. I don't think you'd find anyone, <clears throat> excuse me, except for maybe a few uh, WSL defenders who'd have a bad word to say about <laughs> Nico. Um, that's uh, only because she gives give him such a hard time. But no, she's a wonderful person and such a key player. I think mm. to this side and. We've seen since she's returned from that awful injury where she had setbacks as well. Uh, she's just improved. Obviously, you, you don't get that match fitness instantly. And although she did make an impact pretty instantly uh, from her return, you know, she's only going to get sharper. And we've seen that recently with, with the goals now coming. She'd had a few assists. She's always looked lively, making things happen. Always a handful for the opposition, but... She scored two and three now. Um, and for her on a personal level, for her country and with the Women's World Cup, as you say, coming up, just so happy that she's she's been able to get herself back and looking sharper and sharper, ready for that, because she's certainly a, a person and a player who deserves that. Absolutely. And again, another player who's, who's looking at that will have one eye on the World Cup, uh, Katja Snoice as well. Um, somebody who's, who's come into this league uh, this season, it's a new league for her. Um, I feel that, you know, her work rate alone was absolutely incredible at the start of the season. And then the goals have started really coming in now. Um, she She's on fire the way she she slotted the penalty as well in the last game to show the player full of confidence. And and someone I'm really looking forward to seeing next season, um, certainly with this, you know, with the system and, and having had a year in the WSL to adapt. She's obviously, you know, found a, a goal scoring boots and she's looking, you know, more and more confident every time she steps on the pitch. So another player I'm really looking forward to see, um, to seeing for the rest of the season, and of course, 
uh, next season. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think we'll leave it there, Sarah, because um, I know that you need to you need to get yourself ready. You've got a big day tomorrow. Um, a lot of lots traveling. Lots of travel tomorrow. Lots yeah. of travel tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of lots of work to be done. Um, so yeah. Um, best Always. Of luck. Yeah, best of luck. Um, safe journey tomorrow, Sarah. Um, thanks so thanks much again me. to you for 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 your fantastic content as always, and thanks very much. Uh, for, you know, for for giving up your Saturday evening to chat to me <laughs> when you've oh, got mate, such a, it's you my know. pleasure. Absolutely. Listen, it's it's just nice to talk about positive things isn't it and isn't it you know we haven't done one for a while uh a women's podcast it's been a bit of a hectic time but yeah it's always a pleasure to come on always love chatting to you and uh yeah fingers crossed we can get a result for tomorrow it's on on sky sports for those that aren't going to be uh able to attend uh friday night's live game on sky sports Friday night's live. Oh my god! It, see what I mean? I don't even know what I don't even know anymore what day it is. Sunday night live game on Sky. Um. So yeah, for those that aren't there, make sure you watch it. It should be hopefully a good game. Absolutely, absolutely, and bring back, bring back those three points, and let's go chasing after Aston Villa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, all right, Sarah. I'll let you go, and we'll speak soon. And in the meantime. Up the toffees. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.